What's going on, man? Shoot, Doc Mills now? <laughs> Hit me with the dreams and nightmares intro? That's what we doing now? I mean, I feel, I, feel, I feel bad for the Miami Heat tonight. Oh, man. Like, even if they play better, the refs, the league, <laughs> like, nothing is going to stop Philly from winning that game. Because Meek's going to be there, right? He's going to ring a bring a bell or something oh, like that. Man. The bell that, uh, that um, what's his name? Uh, Embiid rung with the mask on. <laughs> I said I didn't see that part. I didn't see that. But yes, that yes, that bell. Yes. Mm, mm-hmm. All right. So hold on, wait a minute. Right. The thing is, they're a young team, so like they they might they could get too hyped. They could they could um what people would call as Westbrook it, even though Westbrook isn't really Westbrook it. <laughs> Westbrook who was like Yo, I'm gonna shut down Ricky Rubio, and it's like, okay, okay. Well, Man. <laughs> congratulations, four fouls. <laughs> and that, that Utah Jazz team is fun to watch. Yeah, and that oh man, that OKC team is not fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, very true. It's okay. Lance Stevenson's out here doing Lance Stevenson things. He's trash. <laughs> Second worst player in the league. <laughs> Who's the worst? Draymond. Oh right. Actually, he's third. Patrick mm. Beverly is second. No, Lance might be worse. You know what it is? Lance just goes to another level with LeBron. He does. It's so personal. It's literally the only time I see him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't see or hear anything about Lance Stevenson during the regular season. Well, no. And then he just randomly pops up. <sighs> but that series is over. I don't. I don't think so. LeBron looks like he's about a bad half away from walking out there. Like, do I know any of you? Who are you? Like. I- but I think LeBron now is fighting for I can't lose in the first round. Maybe, maybe. Like I, he's gonna definitely try to like do a dunk so hard on Stevenson that he like ends his career. Like that's definitely gonna try to happen over the next two like games. He, uh, like he did in the, like he did in that game seven, right? Where he 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 could have ended uh, Draymond as we know it. Yeah, he would have died, <laughs> or at least been a vegetable of some sort. Right. Right. He, he, at this point, like, he's going to go out there and prove point, maybe even to his team's detriment for like a quarter or whatever, but like, yeah. You think so? Yeah, he does that. Like, he, you know, I think he got, like, what is it? I don't know. I think he, you know, he's very, he's, he's very overly sensitive to per- his perception in the league. And like, I don't know. He looks pretty tired out there. So like, but he's going to, I don't know. He's going to have to turn it on. I think he knows that. Yeah, he knows that. Hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I don't see that. I don't see that happening. They might go six or seven, but I, I don't see Cleveland losing in the first round. I don't think so. Now the second round, who they play in the second round? A uh, winner of uh, Raptors Wizards. No, I know they could beat either of those teams. They could lose either of those teams. Yep, the East man, the East. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for. I, I just want a Sixers uh, Rockets final. Give me that. I doubt it's gonna happen. Not Rock. I don't like. I, Give me uh, g- give me uh, give me Sixers Pelicans. They have been super fun to watch. Drew has been playing out of his mind. AD's been playing out of his mind. I'll take it. Yeah, Rondo is, r- 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 you know, he's winding the clock back here. He is, but I they're not. You know, I like them playing Golden State though. You you take them over Golden State? No, but I mean, like I like that series. I don't. Think oh yeah, over them. Like they're gonna they're gonna make them work for it, mm-hmm. which I like. So. And I'll take Houston. Uh, I'll take Houston, Utah too. Yeah, those are both. Th- those are going to be good series out west. Yep, yep, yep. Whereas you look at the East, it's going to be like, well, you know what? If it's, um, I think it depends. Like if it's Boston, Philly in second round, that's fun. I'm cool with that. If it's Boston, Milwaukee, I'm not, sorry, uh, Milwaukee, uh, 
Philly, that's not bad either. I don't think Milwaukee can beat Philly. They can't, but I, I'll take Embiid and Giannis all day. Right, right, right. Take that all day. So I'm good. I'm happy. I'm wonderful. I like how we got the NBA stuff before we out of the way before we even. <laughs> do, do, do we just want to? Do, do we just want to start? You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. This week's episode is split into two sides. This is Side A. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. It kind of feels like we're, man, this feels like 2012. Like, what, do you, what do you mean by that? We're, we're, we're cranking these out. Well, our, our production uh, rate is uh, that of the olden days. Mm, it's well, yeah, uh, not like you know. Last year we, uh, you know, um, we 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 were doing a little LeBron, you know, how he normally does, where we kind of take like four weeks off in the middle of the season, go to South Beach, kind of you know recuperate. We would do that a couple times a year, but we have uh, we have we have been consistent this year. We have definitely been sitting in the uh, is it is, what is that called like a cyrogenic, cyrogenic or Chirogenic, some sort of hyper? Yeah. yeah, we uh we are we are taking weekly flights out to uh to Germany to get the Kobe Bryant uh blood transfusion knee thing yep. that he did. Yeah, that, we're, we're doing that. Yep, 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 yep. And we are back with another episode. My name is Armand Wake Up. You can follow me on Twitter at Armand Wake Up. A R M O N D Wake Up. All one word. More important than that, follow the official Clock Radio Speakers Twitter handle, which is at CRS Podcast. ClockRadioSpeakers.com is powered by Tumblr. All of our previous episodes are there. You can also find all of our previous podcasts on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Play, everywhere you get podcasts except for SoundCloud because they are trash. And uh, Doc's here. What's up, Doc? Uh, whew, just, uh, you know, got a lot going on this week. My last week at Yale, um, heading out to Japan on Sunday. So we record this Tuesday night. Just got you know a lot of things, uh, a little bit of a stressful, crazy week. But the weather is beautiful. At least it was uh, the last couple of days, which is great. Um, yeah, man, things are good. Good. We getting a lot of rain over here. Yeah, but that's coming. Take, my, that's that's coming my way tomorrow. But you know, take the snow. Right, no more snow. Hopefully, um, sun is shining. You know, birds are chirping. You know, we you can now roll the windows down when you uh, drive around outside a little bit during the you know middle of the day if you get get a chance to do that. Which I think maybe kind of doesn't 100% help an album we're going to talk about today, but you know we'll we'll see if that's true for both of us. Um, but no, man, things are good. Um, I don't even know if I well, y'all know where you can follow me on Twitter, but just follow the show, like Armand said. So Armand, yo, you have been uh, you've been doing some events and things. Yeah, I've been grustling, grinding, hustle, grustle. Yeah. You had a uh, you had an event this past weekend, right? Yeah, I had one on Sunday, um, based off of So Help Me God. That was Which the one is, where you put the sign out front that said "No girls allowed." Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 had the clubhouse going. Definitely had the clubhouse going. So shout out to uh, all the fellas who showed up. And uh, man, we talked about some really really good stuff in that meeting. Um, I won't get into any of that ever. Um, but yeah, it was really really good. We're gonna have another one, and uh, we will invite women to that next one. Um, for sure, because we definitely had some women who did sign up, and we had to say, hey. <laughs> Not not this time, next time. But uh, yeah, it, w- it went really well. It went really, really well. I kind of, I'm trying to figure out if I want to dive into why you didn't invite women. Do you have like a brief, like when people ask you, like, what did you tell them? Because I'm sure people asked, right? Well, yeah. I mean, like, I, I feel like, 
I feel like men do generally, I won't say all men, but I think men generally do a not so good job of um, just communicating with other men without having like the burden of manhood on them. And a song like So Help Me God is so stripped down. It's so raw. I think the, the feedback that I got from that song was from all men who basically were like, I can, you know, this this makes me feel like I can sort of take the mask off or take the you know, take the the cloak off of feeling like I have to respond this way. I have to address things a certain way. Um, otherwise, you know, maybe my manhood is questioned or maybe I'm not, you know, maybe my even my emotions or how I feel about a certain thing just won't be received because as humans, one of our uh, basic needs is for um, affirmation, for community. And I don't think we do a good job of creating that. So I just wanted to create some space just to do that. I think women are allowed to live out loud and that's great. Um, but I think men have uh, a little more trouble kind of just dealing with the, just the things of life, man. So I just wanted to create that space to just let men sort of talk and vent. And, um, there was definitely some venting. There was definitely some talking on both ends. I was very raw and open and honest as well. I didn't just want to have people dump on me, quote unquote, for lack of a better term. But um, it went really, really well, really, really, really well. There was no posturing. There was no front and there was no faking. I think the men who came knew what they were coming for and they definitely contributed. And I think we all left uh, better for it. So I think coming into that, it's like sometimes you got to have like the conversation before you have the conversation. And so before we invite the women, I just wanted to, the men to be conf- confident and comfortable in, you know, however they feel, right, wrong, or indifferent. So I just wanted to create that space. That's all. This was like, the meeting before the meeting. Yeah, pretty much. The planning meeting. Yeah, it was the meeting about the meeting. Okay. Pretty much. So. And you've got another event coming up Friday. Yeah. The, uh, the release concert is for an album that's two months old. <laughs> Is uh, will be this Friday, uh, April 27th. Actually, yeah, almost two months to the day. So um, we will have a few pieces of merch there, a very, very small run of merch there. So if you did not get merch, uh, you can come to, to the party or to the concert and get merch. We will also have physical CDs there as well. And uh, I'll have some surprise guests. It's going to be dope, man. So uh, I'll ask this question. People want to buy merch or UA. Is this a cash only or UA, a, a credit friendly establishment? I want to prep oh, people because I had a, I, I, I think I've talked about on the show. I had, I infamously had a, had a terrible stroke of luck when I saw Kanye perform live in 2004 and they're selling dropout bear shirts and it was cash only because it's 2004. Right. right. Square readers didn't exist. Um, and so I look at my wallet. I don't have $20. Can't buy the T-shirt. Always regret it. So all I have to say, if you're in, in the Columbus area or even within driving distance of Columbus and you're going to the show, make sure make sure to get the merch if you want it because you don't want to see it on you don't want to see it on eBay in three years and be like, man, there's definitely people flying in. So oh, I'm not, I'm not making any. It's weird. Like the last, ev- actually, every event that I've thrown, somebody has flown in or at least dr- at least drove in from like somewhere within. Anywhere from three to six to seven hours. Right. So I, I flew yeah. in in September. You flew in in September. So I think, you know, from what I understand, from what I've been told, that tradition is going to continue this time. But yes, to answer your question, we will have square readers. Um, we will also have Cash App on hand as well if you just want to do it that way. And we will have actual physical cash. Mm. So, yep, we got you. 
Okay. For sure. And uh, f- for the good people who are interested, r- remind of the time, where, et cetera. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, 300 East Long Street, um, Long Street Studio, right next to Faith Missions. It's uh, doors open at 7. We will be starting at 7.30. At 7.30. It's a precise I, start time. <laughs> precise start time because there's some things that I want to do and I don't have time. And I'm paying for this venue. Mm. So I'm not trying to pay over. Over its time, like once 9 o'clock hits, we are done. And I think for everything that we need to do, an hour and a half will be enough time i can't wait to show people the revelations revolution video that's gonna be fire i'm very excited for people to see that yeah we open we're opening Ooh. the set with that so okay. you gotta get there at 7 30 otherwise you're gonna be upset that you missed it because doc you've seen the video correct yes it, and, i i saw it and i was like well this is the best video you've ever done clear far and away and that's no disrespect to the other videos you've done yeah, not not at all. Not you just gotta step it up. This is a this is a major major step up. It's yeah. a, it's a fantastic video. Yeah, thank you. And thank what's you. amazing is you, you you've kind of been keeping this in the tuck for a little while. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. like you you've been able to to not like tease it or like like you haven't even it's not like you've been putting this on like your Instagram stories or anything. Like I don't think people have any idea what they're gonna see. Not at all. I mean, I haven't even put out the seven twenty three video. We're gonna do that real soon too. I might even do that before the Revelation is Revolution video. Mm. Yeah, just at least put out a teaser for it because it's not done. It'll probably never be done, but I did get the green light from. It's the life of Pablo of Armand videos. Pretty much. It's never really done. Pretty much. Pretty much. (laughs) We shot that in like, we shot that like a year and a half ago. Yeah. It's just been sitting there. So yeah, we'll we'll end up, I'll probably put that out on Instagram, maybe even this week, but definitely before the Revelation video. Mm. And uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Yep. Um, Well, I feel like we kind of need to start the main part of the show by, you know, sort of breaking, sort of breaking news today. Yeah. Um, Philadelphia's finest, Meek Mill, out on bail. Fresh out of jail, Philadelphia screaming. It, if he doesn't, if, 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 if his, if his verse, if his, if his first verse post jail doesn't start that way, he's really missing an opportunity. Yeah, I was thinking about so he so he he gets on Twitter and Instagram and he makes that real general statement that clearly he didn't write. And, and, and I mean that's no shot. I'm not. I'm it not just it, it feels lawyerly or like uh, PR aided. First of all, I just want to do a Barry Horowitz pat on the back for Clock Radio speakers because what did we say like a year and a half ago that we love America loves a good comeback story mm-hmm. and this is the best story you can write. So going from the poster boy of all things not to do, um, to being wronged by the judicial system. And now you are, you know, you've become a victim and now you've been, you know, vindicated somewhat, at least released on, released out of jail. Yeah. Whatever he puts out next, no matter what people are going to love it unless it's just absolute trash. And I don't think Meek is capable of putting out complete and utter trash. He'll be fine. He'll be back on billboard and he'll be just as successful as he was when, uh, right before he sent out the Drake tweet. No, he'll be, a. I think this, if you know, if they do this right, this is a whole other. This is a new uh, level of notoriety for him. I can see like a, a a Netflix special about what he's been going through. Like, there's all title, sorts of title, title. Oh, title. Jay's gonna title. make him stick the title, isn't he? Of course, he's Rock Nation. <sighs> so yeah, this I think he you know his notoriety could certainly go up a notch. Right? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely, he'll be doing a lot of good things, a lot of you know protests and. Speaking engagements and all that stuff. Yep. Yep. Lots of rallies. Yep. He'll be the poster child for all that stuff. Absolutely. 
And so we are we recording this. It is uh, 725 Eastern right now on Tuesday night. We are, I don't know, what time does the Philly game start tonight? <laughs> uh, Probably 8. Eight. I was going to say, we're we anticipating uh, Meek will be there and it will be crazy. That That is the rumor. The rumor is that he'll he'll be there. Yeah. And yeah, he's supposed to ring the, the Philly bell thingy. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it starts, starts at eight o'clock tonight. So they'll come out the dreams and nightmares. Let me let me go ahead and make sure that my set an alarm for me to turn my TV on. They'll come out the dreams and nightmares. Like they'll they'll do all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yep. So I mean, hey, good you know, good for him. Like this this trial has been wild, for lack of a better term. Um, all this stuff that has been uh yeah out, yeah. So. I mean yeah. Needless, this judge seemed to be really out of pocket is about the nicest way I can put it. Absolutely. And so, yeah. <laughs> good for Meek. Yep. Yeah. Good for him. Shout out to Meek. Because like, he's not like, it's not like he's like, you know, uh, acquitted of all charges. Uh, Trump did not pardon him. Um, you know, he's just out on bail, which he was asking for. Right. And he was being denied for reasons that uh, didn't seem on the level. So good for him. Yep. For sure. Okay. Um, what else do you want to talk about? Uh, you, want, you want to talk about your man Kanye West? Man, where do we begin? Oh my, where this is going to be a whole side? Just Kanye? Just Kanye? A little bit, a little bit of Meek. Lots of Kanye. Lots of Kanye. He, he just dropped. He knows how to get the people going. I'll say that much. Yeah. So uh, what today is? Uh, today's the twenty fourth. So uh, like five days ago, I think. Um, he. Was it yeah, the nineteenth. He uh-huh. uh, he decided, uh, hey, I can. Uh, I'm just gonna start. I'm just gonna start tweeting release dates. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm just gonna go sort of. Uh, let me try to do this in order of. I'll, we'll start. So we'll start with some basics. So uh, we have, you know, no disrespect to Tiana Taylor, but Tiana Taylor, uh, June twenty second. Okay. That's yeah. That's I mean that's no shots because Tiana's last album was dope. Right. 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 Um. We've got finally you man. Push a ton. Yeah. May 25th. Yeah. So that's that's like a month away now. Yeah. Um, We've got a Kanye West and Kid Cudi collabo album called Kids See Ghost. Listen. On, on June 8th. Uh, let's okay. talk about these individuals. I just want to run through. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. He also announced his new album. Yep. Seven songs. Yep. On June 1st. Yep. And then a couple days ago, he's like, you know, you think that we've gotten this whole string of of releases he's like no 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 hold on wait a minute y'all thought i was finished nas june 15th yep i have a lot of questions about a lot of this let let's 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 start one at a time and let's just chop our way through the through the forest okay um i want to start with nas actually okay uh yeah um have we heard anything from nas about this like has anybody reached out to Nas? Because, like, I'm almost wondering, does Nas know he has an album coming out on June 15th? <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, Khaled said Nas' album was done two years ago. Oh. So, yep. you know, I mean, if Nas was in Wyoming. And yep. um, I wouldn't be surprised if Kanye maybe Rick Rubin Nas's album. I, but, I mean, Kanye also did tweet that he's been chopping samples from the quote-unquote sunken place reference to yeah. get out um yeah. you think uh, we're gonna get uh some old throwback kanye beats uh you know i don't know what i'm i don't know what i'm gonna get mm. i think Nas at this point i think the stretchiest he's gonna get is probably like like when we heard him on march madness yeah so 
But I don't think Kanye is going to be one of those, okay, you need to do this. I think Kanye is going to make for him what he would want Nas to rap over. That's like one of those bucket list things. Like if I ever get to produce for this person, then I'm going to make sure that it sounds like this. I mean, but he already made Papa was a player. Whoops. <laughs> nah, that was old. <laughs> right. It's a player. First of I all, mean, it's a dope song. It is a dope song. Okay. But that's like old Kanye. It is old Kanye. So we got Still Dreaming. Uh, I which, forgot about which, Still Dreaming. Yeah, I like that song a lot uh, when Hip Hop Is Dead first came out. So we got Still Dreaming. We've got, uh, I mean, We Could Count, We Major. Hmm, absolutely. And God, they've done, an, they did another record. They've done more than I remembered. Yeah, so this is kind of, a, I don't know, the Nas thing kind of came out of nowhere. Um, yeah. I kind of wonder, I don't know. I'm, I'll be curious to see the actual production credits. Mm-hmm. and to see right. like what really happened here because like i don't know kanye is uh very famous for working like his credits get really elastic right right there's a, <laughs> if you're in the studio and you had an idea you're probably getting a credit um right it's also interesting to hear that um like kanye is talking about chopping samples which i sort of jives with what i thought i understood about it before but um i'd be really i, I want to maybe appropriately caution people like Kanye's always kind of chopping samples, but like, I want to, I don't, do people think that when he tweeted that, that all of a sudden people are expecting like 2005 Kanye? 1000%. Mm, no. Um, Kanye is going to be chopping samples on top of drums that you have not never heard before. And you're going to be like, I don't understand what's going on right now. But I think that's why Kanye's, uh, I think that's why the backlash, like people are still waiting on quote unquote, the old Kanye. So anytime he alludes to the old Kanye, like people are going to get excited. They'll overlook all the other stuff and we'll get into that. They'll overlook anything else that Kanye does as long as they get bongos and samples. <laughs> and one of the and one of their favorite rappers, Nas, rapping over those types of beats, like people are 1000 percent going to like, yeah, they're going to want they're going to want that all day. Mm, I, I don't know. I mean, that like at this point in Kanye's career, like what I'm always most excited about are his even though sometimes it is hit or miss, his ability to, and his desire to pull people together to try stuff that is pushing the envelope. Sure. And is audacious at times. Sure. Um, I, audacious and pushing the envelope, not, no, no shots in Nas, not words you normally associate with Nas beats. Absolutely. So that's a very intriguing concept. And we've so, said that for years. Yeah, and because Nas's album, I mean, if it was done, why would a Nas album be sitting on the shelf? I wonder if this is the case where it was like, there was some stuff and it was kind of, it was done, but like, they weren't really happy hundred percent with stuff. I wonder if this is the case where like yeah. Kanye like is like, Oh, actually we made some new songs. Kanye, like in his producer, all these people we had gathered, if they like touched up a bunch of stuff and all of a sudden they're that's, like, okay, now I, we've got something. That's what I think is happening. That's what I think. That's what I think is what happened. Okay. That's exactly what I think is what happened. And I also think that while they're in Wyoming, they probably did some new stuff too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. It's not just touch up, but it's like, oh yeah, there's like, there's going to be like some Wyoming sessions, quote unquote, like yep. there's going to be songs there. And then there's going to be like, oh, I know y'all tried these drums, but like, I got this dude here in the corner. He's going to do some something. And then like, I'm yep. going to sprinkle some Kanye on top of it. And you're going to be and it. And everyone's going to be like, oh, okay. I get it. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. I'd be, yeah, the fan response, that's just gonna be fascinating. I mean, I have, I have this overall meta question, like, which is just, are all these release dates going to stick? I think so. Um, it's a very interesting, like, you, it's basically like every week for a month, there's a Kanye West produce. I'm doing air quotes right now. Produce just cause I don't know. He certainly, I'm sure executive produced all this stuff. I'm sure he has his hands all over each individual parts of it, but you know, people get obsessed with credits and who did what in hip hop. 
every single song is not just going to say produced by Kanye West. Not at all. Right. There's going to be like produced by Kanye West and 45 people. <laughs> right. <laughs> Approximately. Absolutely. Um, Ab- absolutely. So the Nas thing is really, really super interesting mm-hmm. because like I'm sort of interested in this push. I'm not sort of. I'm very interested in this Pusha T album. Well, let, let me let me say this before we get into Pusha. Mm-hmm. Like the good thing about the Nas album. Oh yeah, I sort of I talked think, and didn't let you talk. My bad, man. No, 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 no. We talked. We it's just this just this last point. I think the way that Kanye released and said, "Hey, like this Nas album is coming." Like he knows that it's a curveball. Mm. I think the one thing about Nas is that he's never had a producer who actually sat down with him and gave him a good project. <laughs> we can talk Salam Remy all day, but you know, go back and listen to our Nas retrospective. To let so you can know how we feel about Salam Remy produced Nas albums. Um, I think the last time a group of producers or uh, a certain producer got a hold of him, maybe that's happened twice. So it's happened with Trackmasters, and then even with Illmatic, like all those producers came together and said, "Nas, this is what you need to rap over." Also, I mean, like Illmatic in a sense, lightning in a bottle, right? Exactly. It's exactly. It's like this this debut album from a guy who would go on to become one of the greats and sure. just New York City boom bap, like peak New York City boom bap in every way you could possibly want it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 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 So, okay. So now push it, push a ton. Yes, yes, yes. So like, is this the project with the Neptunes records? Um, I thought Kanye was doing the whole, I thought it was, well, was well, it I, I did too. Was I did too. But like, wasn't it like a year and a half ago or whatever, maybe even longer than that, where it was like, so wait, when did the King Push prelude come out? Was that like the end of 2015? Yes. Wow. Wasn't it like Maybe not... Was it 15 or 16? Mm. If only we had a way. All oh, right. Dark. This is Darkest Before Dawn, right? Yep. Uh, end of 2015. Yeah, 15. Oh, right. That was like Crutches, Crosses, Caskets, Untouchable. Yep. yep. Oh, I kind of forgot about this album. <laughs> Wait, Lunch Money's not on this? When was Lunch Money? Lunch Money was a single. Was that before or after this? Uh, Before? Hmm. I I love that like Kanye doesn't really have too much for production credits on here, but you could totally tell that Kanye... I mean, he does like there's a handful of songs. You could tell that there's like... This is just like Puffy and Fuse because it's like, here's the intro produced by Metro Boomin and Puff Daddy. It's like, (laughs) what? Right. Right. Anyway, um, it's been a while since we heard, you know, from uh, from Pusha Tun, who was really early in on the uh, Adidas wave in a, in a sense. Absolutely. Pusha, um, the first wave of Adidas was Pusha, Two Chains, and uh, Big Sean. Big Sean was on Adidas before he went to Puma. Right. 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 Um. So, like, is this stuff from that sessions too? Like, I'm very curious as to what kind of sound we're gonna get from Pusha. Can yeah. he really? I mean, tra- like, music has kind of changed a little bit in the, those two and a half years. Right. So, like, what's he, what kind of music is he rapping over? Is this going to be, like, is is Kanye going to give him a bunch of, like, lunch money or, like, numbers on the board style records? Which, obviously, Pusha T beats right now. Pusha T fans right now are just like, please, please. You know, just numbers on the board times five. But, I mean. <sighs> and lunch. And, and lunch I money. Think, but lunch money was so slept on, man. Lunch money was so tough. Right. Um, that, that's the strength of Pusha, right? Like. 
you can throw him just completely unorthodox beats and he can do okay. Actually, I think the more normal the beat sounds, I think the more it's like, I don't know. Like he could do it. You know what you're going to get from Pusha's. So Pusha's not going to go too much outside of his norm. It's almost like you have to create the space around him. It's like it's like a picture of like a person wearing an outfit. You know that the outfit is going to be dope, but like the background is what makes the picture dope. Well, so whatever you surround him with is what I mean, because look at that. um that Mike Will record that they gave, put the HGTV joint. Oh, yeah. I See, but I, I also think this is like, I give credit to Pusha. Like, he is unfazed by beats. You can throw him anything. Not just like I'm saying terrible stuff, but like unorthodox, a really big, like overwhelming beat. Like, he, he can handle it. He doesn't shy away from it. So then why didn't he take uh, Niggas in Paris? That's a really good question. But like, I, I don't know, I just look at his career and there's a lot of beats that he has wrapped over where some people will be like, no, thank you. I agree. Okay. Like, I, I mean, I think Lunch Money is a modern and really good example. Like, there's a lot of rappers who would be like, nah, I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, they'd millhouse it. They'd just be like, mm. Yeah, pretty, much. pretty um, much. So Push is interesting, right? So that's a month away. And the way that Kanye is sort of running i mean have we heard anything from like how has rap radar not done the like hey we talked to pusha like what is going on with it like i'm very confused by how this rollout is all working like are these artists all just content with like my 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 promo is kanye west is tweeting about me I, it's very donald trumpian <laughs> i know that's not the first comparison we're gonna make today but like it's really weird i mean i guess if it works but like that only takes you so far right yeah i think it, I, I i don't like any of the Hot 97 stuff that's going on right now. What, I, so uh, you got to loop me in because I have been staying away from that. What's going on Hot 97 right now? Um, I mean, I've been watching it from a distance, but basically, okay, so to rewind it to a week ago, Kanye played Charlemagne the album. Oh, right? yeah, I heard about that. So I don't I don't know what Charlemagne, I don't, I don't know what Charlemagne said about the album other than he said that Kanye said he feels like J. Cole disses him a lot. Um, and then I guess Ebro had a private conversation with Kanye and Ebro immediately goes to the radio and divulges all of the details about this conversation. So either two things, one, Kanye is either, uh, super trusting of people that he shouldn't be, or two, um, this is all a ploy because today Kanye called up the hot 97 and i guess apparently just kept telling ebro that he loved him and i guess they were gonna he was gonna come back and actually do like an interview interview so i don't know if this was like to set up you know this was the contract signing for the main event at wrestlemania but to me it's just it's a lot of it is just it's just it's just corny Hmm. it's corny it's corny coming from hot 97 it's corny because it's coming from hot 97 hot 97 is like notorious for this sort of i mean i think I, I mean, there's definitely some Trumpish comparisons here. I'm gonna use it again. I think, like Trump, Kanye intuitively understands how the attention-based sort of economy, if you want to call it that, works now for for celebrities, right? Right. Right. Um. So, I don't. Some of this is certainly premeditated, but like, I don't. Sure. I also don't think it's a grand conspiracy. Right. I right, think right. I think there's a mutual benefit. Like Kanye knows that like media needs him and he needs the media. Right. right? Um and so he's going to tweet, he knows he's going to get some news and it's going to go from there, but like it's not I don't think like him and Hot 97 at a conference call a week and a half ago and plotted this out. Yeah. Um because Kanye West is a I mean I'm not it's not breaking news. Kanye West is like a is a classic narcissist. And so Really? 
I know, shocking. So like, he loves attention, but he loves when people love him. Yes, absolutely. As this whole, and we, we'll talk about the politics at some point, I promise on this side. We'll talk about some of his politics controversy right now, but because like, that's honestly at the root of a lot of it, right? Like, he wants to be contrarian, but he loves when people praise him, you know, mm-hmm. like our president. Like, you know, and so anyway. Um, all right. So we talked Pusha. Um, we talked Nas. Yep. I mean, is he producing the Tiana Taylor album too? From, I think from when I was here, yeah. I have no idea how that works. Cause Again, like, if he's, but if he's bringing other people in, sure, then, sure, sure. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. If anything, it'll probably be more like succinct. And I think Tiana is has done a really good job of branding herself since her last album came out. Hmm. You know, so being a mother, being married, uh, the remember the fade video. I think they have a show on VH1. She's got a lot of different things going on. So she's not really known for music, but her last album had joints, the uh, the Do Not Disturb joint with Chris Brown. Like, people really like these records. So now she just needs to give the music to accompany all the stuff that she already has going on. So I think she's going to benefit immensely off of this because her project is completely different from, she's around a bunch of rappers. I just, so, I just worry, I just worry, I would worry for her like that by the time we get to June 22nd, that the Kanye promo train will have run out of steam. She may not, she may not need it though. That's true. That's true. She may not need it though. Yeah, she may not need it. Okay. Um, let's talk about these two Kanye albums together, sort of. Because <laughs> okay. I'm curious I don't know. Um, if the if if Kanye's main album and we don't know is this the Turbo Graphic sixteen album he talked about once upon a time? I, is it named know. something else entirely? Kanye is I, notorious for changing stuff. Is it Swish? Is it Swish two? Oh man, you imagine? You, could, could you imagine if like like the album's released on on Apple Music or Title or whatever, and like song one is uh, all day, <laughs> 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 but it's like reward. People are like oh god. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. But that would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. Um, I'll say this: uh, Charlemagne heard it, but Charlemagne heard the version that's that's finished now, right? And it's seven songs now. Yeah. Like, remember when uh, Life of Pablo was thirteen songs, right? Not Good nineteen point. or twenty or whatever it ended up being. Like, Good let's point. just let's see what we get. Good point. I'm sure these seven are the core seven. Yeah. Uh, much like you know, they always knew that Father Stretch My Hands was gonna be on the album. You know, mm-hmm. they always knew that um, uh, Real Friends and FML and like these songs never changed in the track list. Right. Mm-hmm. But like there's going to I mean, I'd be I shouldn't say I would be stunned if the album was like locked, loaded, saved, done. Matt, you know, yeah, uh, Mike I, Dean has like he, he he's destroyed his Pro Tools so he can't go back. To, no, like this is it's only April. We're talking June. It's it, I mean, and, and don't forget that he had that issue with titles. So like he's, is he going to have, is, has that issue been resolved? And is it going to be something where he's going to, he's going to um, pair up with some sort of streaming company to put it out a certain way because title allowed him to even rework the album after, you know, it was done. So the, the life of Pablo version that's on title is completely different than what's on Apple Music and Spotify. They they've uh, they've sort of eventually they it's, it's almost like software where like they've eventually like brought the Apple Music stuff up to speed, but it took mm-hmm. a while. Um uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, there've been um vague rumors that Kanye might be doing a streaming service of his own. <laughs> oh, or yeah, Yeezy, <laughs> Yeezy Sound. That's not happening. It's not happening, but I sound like I sound like a hater saying that. No, it probably isn't happening, but um first of all, Kanye would totally believe that he could do that. And secondly, if you've got, you've now gotten a ton of attention for a ton of songs that you have announced, if you were going to try to do something, mm-hmm. 
They're all spaced a week apart. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, this would be a way to do it because you can't launch a streaming service with one album, but maybe you can launch it with five. True. (laughs) Good point. And good point. You know, uh, so I don't, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I I also think this is just this batch of stuff is a fantastic negotiating tool for Kanye because he can go. It's not like with Life of Pablo where he might have been negotiating individually, like at least for a bunch of these, maybe not the Nas one, but at least for the other four, they can come as a batch. Who is Nas signed to? Is he still on Def Jam? (laughs) Sure. But um, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm very confused. Like there's a Nas uh, and maybe this is just the new way that we do promo, but like how is – how has nobody like? I'm sorry, did, maybe I missed it because I didn't see it on Rap Radar. But like, really, like Power 105, Hot 97, nobody called Nas up the next day, right? I'm All the focus so, was on Kanye. Yeah, but like nobody has followed up to figure out what's going on. I'm let's so. Go to, let's go to Nas's Instagram. Has he even said anything? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, does yeah, Nas know? His, does not? <laughs> did Nas know his album was coming out? Going to his Instagram right now. Yeah. No, no just, it's just the stuff about the um, 20th anniversary of, or 24th thing for Elmatic, right? Yeah. And Nipsey and yeah. Killer Ike and Cole and yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then so this this the other stuff for, for Kanye, right? So his album's only seven songs, but then he, which is interesting um, when it comes out, if it's seven songs, I'm sure we'll have interesting conversations about like, is this an album? Is this an EP? Does it matter? Is it just a project? Who knows? It's right. 2018. Um, but the fact that there's a Kid Cudi album coming out, like a Kanye and Kid Cudi mm-hmm. album, <laughs> it's going to be so many oh, auto-tuned oh, hmms and mm, mm. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm, um, good. Coming out a week later, yeah. presumably from the same sessions. I was going to say, yo, so I feel like the, the original Kanye album was 14 tracks. <laughs> it's I like, no, like, no, two albums. Yeah, I feel like Cuddy was just heavy, probably heavy in the studio. He probably contributed a lot. And they were just like, yo, let's just turn this into a joint album called The Day. I think that's exactly what happened. So, uh, yeah, I have no idea what to expect. I mean, is it going to be like, is it going to sound exactly the same? Is it going to be a totally different like sound to it? Like, I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I mean? No, like, is it going to sound distinctive or is it going to be like. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I have a lot of questions about that. Um, yeah, for sure. Okay, so that's release dates. Anything else you want to say about these? I mean, other than we're going to have a busy summer if this all holds up. Man. And You're I not got, going anywhere, are you? I'm going to have to take a light. I'm taking a light schedule because I might be taking on a second job and my kids will be here. So A second job? Yeah, might be doing uh, a mentorship program. So, yeah, so the a, a Clock Radio Speakers listeners, um, I'll find out by the end of this week. But, you know, we might just have to dedicate one we might just have to wait until everything comes out and do one episode Oof. on everything Ooh, let's see what we no. can do about that we might have to keep it real short <laughs> can i have to cut all the chit chat man mm-hmm. um, feels like it's gonna be a hot summer so we'll see anything else you want to say about these nah let's go ahead and let's uh let's get into j cole well hold on he also tweeted out unreleased yeezys oh, no. <laughs> no thank you no thank they, you no they look like rats they do. They look they like do. rats and shoestrings. I'm good. I'm very yeah. I mean, it makes me th- like every every like seceding line of Yeezys. I just feel older and older. Yeah. Because I'm looking at these. I'm like, man, I just don't. Oh, speaking. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm totally good. Yeah, and like the the shoe that looked the the women's shoe that looked like a piece of IKEA furniture, <laughs> where he said like fashion is, isn't gender specific. Like, okay, I'm gonna go to the mall and wear heels. Well, that'll. He- ha- Plus, we forgot to mention he's writing a book. So, yeah, like in the midst of 
in the midst of the album releases, because that's really all we care about here on Clock Radio Speakers, Kanye has not shut up in about a week. Right. I don't know everything, because I'm not, but I knew Kanye was, was tweeting because my entire timeline was retweeting everything he was saying. But now that uh, he has, um, again, professed his love for Donald Trump, and also said that he was a big fan of, what was her name, Candace Owens? Yeah. Who was someone who uh, publicly rejected uh, Black Lives Matter. Now, all of a sudden, like, he's the worst person in the world. And there's a there's a, a divide between people who either don't care and just want the music, or they don't because the way that our culture is right now, he shouldn't love Trump. He shouldn't love somebody who opposes Black Lives Matter. And the whole point of him, as you said earlier, is that he's a contrarian. And he said that he wants to uh, challenge norms, I think is what he said. Yeah. And he wants to, like, get people to think, which on the surface, I can understand. In theory, challenging people, uh, challenging social norms. I'm not against that. However, it's it's Kanye. Yeah. And what I mean by that is he's been talking crazy for a long time. Mm-hmm. So just a couple of days ago, he was the freaking valedictorian of ghetto university. Right. <laughs> eh, eh, eh. And now all of a sudden he's like the worst person in the world because he has shared publicly some, you know, some of his beliefs. I mean, so I'm torn on this. Um, on the one hand, I'm very old school in the sense of like, I don't care as much about the narrative and the per- like I try to really care about the lyrics and the beats and the songs. And like, does this work musically? Like, as we will talk about on J. Cole's album, right? Like, but increasingly, that's not how we approach anything anymore. Right. Right. Like for politics, right. like it used to, maybe not exclusively, but like it, w- it was something about like the policies that you advocated for. But like the line between the policies you advocate for and the person that you are becomes so intertwined because you're selling yourself. And now uh, music... Uh, actors, et cetera, like it is all not that dissimilar, right? Um, and there are there are valid situations where it's like, yeah, that person, like, you know, look, look, like, I mean, R. Kelly, right? The phrase we use is problematic, right? And it's like, you can, like, and people struggle to do this, right? Like, how do you reconcile somebody who is accused of by multiple credible f- so- people of being a vile human being? Right. Um you reconcile that with the fact that like he was one of the most influential African-American musicians of the last like 30 years mm-hmm. in terms of like where he took R&B, the way he, mer- he the way he helped blend that line between hip hop and, and, and R&B. Like he, he played a huge role. And like over time, I feel people are going to try to diminish that role because of who he is as a person. 100%. And I'm torn on that, right? right. Because at some point, like it becomes difficult you know, the way that history works, right? It's really hard to celebrate the thing without celebrating the person. And the more you learn about your idols, the more you like realize they're flawed people. And all of a sudden they're not what you read about in the history books. Sure. Right. And celebrity increasingly is like, we're, you know, you open up everything, right? right? Sure. Transparency is cool now. Right, Armand? (laughs) Right. Right. So, but what happened? Okay. You want Kanye to be transparent? Here you go. Exactly. And like, I'm sort of like, you know what? Like, I want a little mystique, man. Exactly. Like, I'm okay with mystique, but I know that is not what most people want now. Because it's addictive to know the the real quote unquote person. 
Absolutely. And then you get into stuff like, is this really the real? Like, there's so many layers to it. And it gets all super confusing, right? But like for yep. Kanye's politics, it's like, look, like for me, it'll matter if he starts rapping about this stuff. Right. But I know I'm not everybody. So I, I understand why people might have issues with it. Um, Some of it is, yeah, people, you know, want to be quick to judge and, you know, everything else. But like, he also just loves the fact that like people who are, you know, the conservative ultra right in America has taken on this like trollish attitude towards most things where like they love pointing out contradictions and like they're all hyping up Kanye now. Right. Much like, you know, when Cardi B announced that she was pregnant, a bunch of like people on the hard right tried to be like, look at Cardi B. She could have got an abortion, but no. Does that make her a feminist? And it's like, OK, actually, y'all just shut up. Yeah. Like, it stop makes it. Their- uh, right. And it's like, listen, like the problem with Kanye is that like he's sort of dipping in and out of this stuff. And like all he sees is a bunch of people who are like kind of praising him in a sense. Yeah. And like when you, he's a narcissist. So like, of course, he wants people to praise him. But yeah. he also shows and I'm not trying to diagnose or trying to cast judgment. He also shows like signs that like he goes through what I would I might get in trouble for this, but I'll call manic periods. I'm not I'm not diagnosing him, but like he clearly goes through these bursts of highly productive sessions, both creatively and promotion wise. Right. Absolutely. That is the Kanye. That is the Kanye thing, and so like he's a, he's a guy with narcissistic tendencies who who appears to be you know going through this highly productive, possibly manic time in his life, right? And so it's like number one, I worry about him when it, when it, when he's not in this state. Like what's going to happen, right? Because sometimes if you exhibit stuff like that, sometimes the higher you go, the further you drop, right? But like I'm not trying to diagnose because like that's super dangerous, and who knows what that man is going through? Like I hope he's okay, right? But like I'm just saying, like people want to judge and cast aspersions and like i'm just trying to like i really try to be almost clinical about this and be like what is the music like like what is he telling us through the music like I'm, i want to pay as much attention to that as possible but it's hard Absolutely. right because you're, we're, we're all buying into kanye west the person right he's he's got this like almost like cult-like following mm-hmm. right and i don't know what to do with that as, as somebody who is both a fan of kanye's and as somebody who like this isn't a job but like we we sort of we have become like sort of critics and observers of the culture and of music right and i i, I still struggle with what to do with that yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I i i hear you i hear you i hear you i i i'm i'm of the belief that if social media was around 20 years ago many of the artists that we love we wouldn't love them you know i think to your point about r kelly i think the difference is is like he's singing about women and then for him to be doing what he's doing like we don't know except in songs like aj number to number like we don't necessarily know who he was singing to sure which then makes it it blends the two worlds together where i'm sure i mean first of all for me even as a christian like i don't agree with many of the standards and practices and beliefs that many artists that I enjoy listen to. Um, and I understand that going into their music. So it's it's almost like when you expect LeBron to be like this uh, world-class citizen, which is a role that he maybe like recently embraced publicly. But prior to that, no, just just shoot the ball real good. You right, know, it's like, like it's like, yeah, thanks for being one of the, I think it's top three, let's say top five players of all time. Thanks. Could you also be like this, like perfect spokesperson for everything? Thanks. Absolutely. 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 (laughs) No pressure. Absolutely. And I don't, and now in retrospect, I understand why Charles Barkley took the stand that he did. Because when we put people in one category, we tell them to do this one thing. 
we know that greatness, we look at like, okay, so worst case scenario is like a Michael Jackson, where his greatness was birthed out of number one, an obsession, and then number two, like trauma and, and abuse and all this other stuff. But let's just start, let's just keep it on the obsession part. So like, he didn't really get to do anything else but music, but perform, right? So then when he gets older, like the things that he didn't get to do as a child, they now manifest in ways that are very counterculture to be nice, right? Mm. Like Kanye, since he, since we were introduced to him, his the whole theme of his entire career has been obsession, making five beats a day for three summers, right? That's obsession. That's, that's passion, right? That's, that's a grind. That's a hustle. That's what we want people to have, right? That's what we see all the time. Work for it, work for it, get out, go get it, go do this. This is your dream. Chase your dreams, right? So now Kanye chases your dreams. We don't ever say, okay, yeah, chase your dreams, but also make sure that, and this has come up more recently. Yeah, chase your dreams, but you know, um, make sure that you talk to your family regularly, you know, make sure you make time for home. If you're married, make sure that you make time for your wife. If you have kids, make sure you, you make time for your wife, make time for yourself, disconnect, unplug. Right. So, but we haven't really fostered or mastered that we're still very much in a generation of do, 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 go, go, go. So Kanye has only focused on his music. So why would I expect him to focus on anything else other than music when that's not why he when he came out he wasn't doing that you could say in defense like the things that he was rapping about all falls down like you know these are quote-unquote conscious records right sure you know yeah like you could you can make you can make case for that but just to your original point like dog i don't care not when it comes to not when it comes to kind not when it comes to a lot of people i think my stance is just different like i just i don't need I like look kanye was on a rolling stone cover with a crown of thorns on his head like if if like he's done a lot uh, right so, i'd be like kanye i am a god remember yeah i just flat out like just let's just make a whole song about it right like i i'm i'm just not under that i know exactly what i'm getting when i get a kanye west project and this isn't going to be the thing that turns me off to him because he's given me plenty of reason outside of music to be and even within music to be like nah you know he messed up listen i think we're at the point now where we can say this father stretch my hands is one of the greatest songs of the last 10 years right which is amazing considering right right the first line of that song is absolutely terrible i still hate it it it's terrible and yet like i know it's catchy it's, yeah, it, it, it is I hate it. I know. Out of all the things you could say, that's how you start the record? Which is, a, that's sort of the, I mean, right. He he does enjoy being contrarian. Um, like, think of how he opens up Yeezus, right? That album, right? Like, I th- I don't think it's an accident that he has oh, this right, song. Right, right, right. I don't yeah. think it's an accident he has a song called Father Stretch My Hands with that sample and like Kid Cudi singing, you know, singing his heart out. Yeah. And then he opens up that way. Like, that's yeah. on purpose. Right. Absolutely. He loves he loves the, he loves to try to find that line between like this is a creative thing and complete disrespect. Yeah. Right. I mean, the dude, you know, took some Hudson Mohawk drums, threw it under Nina Simone. And then, by the way, also, you know, brought in down for my like blood on the leaves is a ridiculous like he, that is what it, that is what Kanye does best. Right. Mm-hmm. He shoots for things that nobody else would ever shoot for. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think this is actually an interesting prelude to our conversation by J. Cole, right? Absolutely. We hope you enjoyed Side A of this week's episode. Please check out Side B at clockradiospeakers.com.